0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Kinetic Life Podcast brought to you by Kinetic Renew. This podcast is dedicated to helping you find your way to your dreams, your goals, and your success. We'll be fueling that with key information on topics like health, science, tech, and lifestyle coated with a few laps along the way. In this episode, does happiness lead to a longer and better quality of life? A hydrogel that replaces human cartilage and it's much stronger. Will a graphene-infused mesh prevent another rotator cuff injury? Yep, and that's good news for the pitchers. Cornea implants made from pig skin restores vision. I can see clearly now. Type O for everyone. Medical donor organs blood type converted for universal transplant. Amazing. Why walk around with one liver when you can grow 6 spare livers inside your body? Plus a few helpful tips and tricks to help you on your journey. And now we begin. Here's Michael chalavutis and Dr. Mark Hertzberg.
1: Welcome back everyone to another exciting episode of the Kinetic Life podcast. I'm your host Mike Chalavudis and I'm with my good friend Dr. Mark Hertzberg. Thank you, oh palamine. We can
2: rebuild them. We have the technology. We can make them better than they were before. Faster. Stronger.
1: Sure, Mark. I'm not sure what we're making. Uh, rebuilding. Uh, maybe there's something else in there. Oh, yes, there is. Well, we'll get to that momentarily. But first, Mark, I have a question for you. Mm? What What makes you
2: happy? Mm, what makes me
1: happy? It's a question. Oh. Do you people you know how to answer? I mean, you would think. It's a simple question, but I feel like most people have posed with this. Being happy is
2: a talent. You have to work at it. I practice being happy. Okay, well, that might work for you. It's much easier to learn to be angry and complain and to be sad and this. And people think by complaining and convincing themselves how picked on they are that they get more. I mean, we're living in kind of a... uh, passive-aggressive society, where the more you make yourself the victim, the more you get. But you know what? When you convince yourself you're the victim, no matter what you get, you're
1: never happy. So ha- very few people are really good at being happy, no matter what happens. Oh, I agree. And I, I think also few people know what makes them happy. I think if posed to that question, they would have a, a tough, difficult time answering. And this is something which I I think is a good piece of advice, is to, to do what makes you happy. I mean, look, not everyone could have their dream job. Um, you know, It's not that simple all the time. But whether it is, I don't know, going for a run in the afternoon, teaching yourself how to cook, or just baking, I, I, these are just simple things. The idea is to do what makes you happy, and they found that individuals that added those things into their life. What makes them happy? The simple things uh, have had, I mean, improved memory and just a general, a better uh, sense of focus and uh, more enjoyable life. And enjoyable life means less stress. Less stress means you live longer. All good things. And it's a simple task. And I don't want to hear. I don't have time. Everyone says, I don't have time. You you know what? if you really take a step back, you will make time for something you enjoy. And I think if you actually take that first step and start to integrate something that you enjoy in your life, whether for you it might be practicing being happy, for someone else it might be, I don't know, uh, starting an exercise routine or painting or drawing or or maybe reading a book. Well, but, depends what book. Uh, very true. Uh, Well, people don't have time. Do I have time to
2: uh, comment on what he said? No. I need time. Time, time, time. But uh, when we talk about that you need a goal to succeed at, otherwise what makes you successful, a lot of people have a competitive idea of success. Like, I want to make more money than everyone I know, or at least than someone I don't like. (laughs) But, you know, what you really have to do before you pick your goal And without the goal, you can't really be successful. And I remember we said, not an end goal. Goals along the way, bigger and bigger goals further off in the distance. So you can succeed. But you have to also think, what makes me happy? Because the goal should be something that makes you happy. Not simply like, I want more than that guy has. Well, maybe what he has makes him happy. And if you have the same thing or more of it, it's not really what you want.
1: Oh, look, I know plenty of people with plenty of money that are not happy individuals. So money doesn't make things easier. I will guarantee you that. that a lot of lo- make you happy. A lot of
2: lottery winners are very depressed, even suicidal, because when they were poor, they had to the dream that money would make everything go away. And then they just found that with a lot of money, they may have had different problems, but life wasn't perfect and wasn't automatically happy. And then they had nothing to live for because money didn't do it. They're done.
1: Well, you know, I'm going to give everyone a little piece of homework to uh, take a step back and just think about what makes you happy. Or what do you want what do you think will make you happy? And it's not always a simple answer. I mean, like money makes things easier, but maybe you've always had a, a vision of being an artist. I don't know. Take a painting class. Look along. We have, We have internet. We are blessed with this technology of the internet and YouTube. Teach yourself something, whether cooking, uh, painting, go for a walk. Nature's nice. Well, I may not know what makes me happy, but I know it's not homework.
0: (laughs) The Kinetic Life podcast is sponsored by Kinetic Renew. Kinetic Renew is a four-round shot of all natural ingredients that deliver some amazing benefits, like improved mental clarity, long and short-term focus, and improved memory and cognition. Plus, Kinetic Renew improves mood with the added benefits of anti-stress and anti-anxiety. Here's what people are saying.
2: I drink a bottle of Kinetic Renew and I'm in a better mood. It's like waking
1: up on the right side of the bed. (laughs) It's great.
0: My mental focus is clearly better.
1: I do notice that I have better clarity definitely improves my mood for sure. It reduces my stress.
0: Visit kineticlife.com today. Log on now and use promo code POD1 for 30% off. That's 30% off your order when you use promo code POD1. kineticlife.com, K-I-N-E-T-I-Q life.com. Do it now. You're gonna love
1: Kinetic Renew. Doing things that make you happy, Will help you live longer by being less stressed, which uh, is a, a good segue to what we're going to talk about from our science standpoint today, which are things that will help help you live longer and a better quality of life. Before you said we could rebuild them, let's talk about how. The first one is a, a hydrogel, which is being used uh, to replace cartilage, but it's actually much stronger than human cartilage, I believe almost 70% stronger than human cartilage. Well, it actually is stronger in several ways. It can
2: take more compression, it can last longer, it can take more stretching. So some of the things is not only when it does its function, which is shock absorbing when it's compressed, but it used to be some things they could put in were pretty good quickly, but they would, sh- I hate, having to shear off, to make sure I pronounce that right, be, they tended to rip off their fastening because they didn't have that type of strength, and this is stronger than normal cartilage that way. It stays where they put it. So it stays there, and it works better. It also uh, helps uh, the area heal better. So everything you can imagine, this thing seems to be
1: improving. Stronger and more efficient. Are you going to run out now and just get your uh, your joint, the cartilage and joints replaced just because? Uh, I don't have
2: any such problems, but I
1: know some people who've had work on their knees and other things. Yes, I am probably working with a fraction of the amount of cartilage in my right knee after two sports injuries. So uh, it makes me very happy to see that uh, modern day medicine is is trending in the right direction. So when I do need uh, a Uh, ideally never knee replacement but some sort of alternative cartilage replacement in my knee that they have a very good substitute in the works
2: I think they said when this can be used it's better than a knee replacement oh
1: fantastic thank god for modern medicine if you really want to do
0: something you'll find a way if you don't you'll find an excuse Jim Rohn one day you'll thank yourself for never giving up The KFC founder said, just because you took longer than others doesn't mean you failed. I started KFC at 65. Colonel Sanders.
2: And let's talk about some more modern medicine. I don't know, having trouble with your rotator
1: cuff? So apparently... Uh, torn rotator cuff, which is uh, more of a common injury than you would think. Uh, the problem is after you tear it once, you're more prone to tear it again. And it's, uh, it's a new, I guess, piece of a medical device. Would you call this a medical device? Uh, is device the right word? Uh, a thing. M- it's a medical m- Medical thing. material. <laughs> so it's a graphene-infused mesh. That's a device or an item. So, graphene is actually uh, created from carbon. It's a thin layer of carbon, correct? It's yeah. Very strong. With a uh, graphene with a very specific matrix. So, uh, through, I guess, rotator cuff surgery, this mesh is implanted. And with that process, uh, it's almost like an extra layer of protection, drastically reducing the likelihood of tearing it again. So it's not something you want to just put in without really tearing your rotator cuff, but for those who need rotator cuff surgery, they're less likely to have a future incident. If they still want to be active, of course. Well, One of the things what happens
2: is, uh, first of all, there are different, rotator cuff is a very interesting thing. It doesn't exist. I once had an impinged shoulder when I went skiing with our producer. uh, And I was explained by a specialist that there are a whole bunch of muscles that kind of meet at an intersection and link up. And they call all those linked muscles a rotator cuff. But when you say, okay, let's disconnect this muscle and this muscle and this muscle, there's no actual cuff left. There's nothing there. It's what you call the intersection where they all meet. Uh, And then he was saying, in my case, some of the muscles got weak, nothing was damaged, but then they weren't supporting well and the shoulder moved and kaboom, it's impinging. So they were doing exercises. But here they're talking, and this is like what happens to pitchers all the time. You've actually torn or sheared a muscle or tendon ligament holding it, and it shrivels, it weakens, it gets replaced by fatty tissue. So, when they put this mesh in, they say, forgetting the fact that it does its own thing, it also makes less less fatty tissue is there, and the real muscle tendons tend to grow. And mm. it, so, besides what it directly does, it helps the
1: thing heal more normally. It's a better um, with a basement layer, or matrix, for which the muscles to rebuild upon. And it prevents the stuff that comes
2: in there that prevents the muscles from building upon. So really good stuff. So a, a lot of these things we're talking about, they're in the testing phase. None of them are out there. It wouldn't be news if they were, you know, that would be a separate news. Now it's out there. These are news that it's being worked on and it possibly will exist for you in the future. Yeah,
1: I would imagine. I mean, some of these are a little further along than others, but um, a lot of positive things moving forward uh, in the way of medical science. Stop
0: being patient and start asking yourself, how do I accomplish my 10-year plan in six months? You'll probably fail, but you'll be a lot farther along than the person who simply accepted it was gonna take 10 years, Elon Musk. Motivate yourself. Don't listen to others who only see your mistakes. It doesn't matter how slowly you go as long as you do not stop. Mistakes are proof you're trying. Author unknown.
1: Uh, cornea implants made from pig skin ooh, um, are being used to uh, as cornea replacements and I didn't know that the demand for uh, cornea replacements is, is, is as big as they mentioned it to be, I believe um, it is a
2: problem. It's it's interesting. The eye has two lenses, the cornea, and then in the middle, the, a lens that is very interesting called the lens.
1: <laughs>
2: and the cornea is the most powerful lens. It's the main lens. The lens in the middle is the one that when you're young is adjustable. It's the one that lets you work and read. And that stiffens pretty much on a set pace to the day you say, I need reading glasses. And that also builds up waste over a lifetime and becomes dirty and is a cataract. And as much as they talk about it as a pathology and all that, there are a million wrong ways to get a cataract, even birth defects, accidents. But if nothing goes wrong and you live long enough, it tends to be a process. And if everyone lived to 200, everyone but me and Clark Kent would have a cataract. <laughs> the, uh, so it's, But the thing is... They remove it and they put a man-made lens in there and you're better than you were for years. So as far as the focusing, it's great. The cornea, which again, compared to cataracts, which the longer people live, the more it's like happens to almost everyone. Sometimes not to a degree it's bothering you, but they could say, oh, you have a baby cataract. It's developing. And it's also one of the few things you let it get bad and fix it. Almost everything else you got to try to get in there to begin with but the cornea's when things do go wrong it's much harder to deal with because it's not as, you can't just put a man-made lens in the cornea like you can inside and when you start talking transplants number one there's just not a good source of donors and number two there are more problems of re- you know rejection and things not as much as other organs because there's not as much blood going through it but still really complicated compared to the lens you know, we're taking out a cataract, replacing the lens. It's almost done on a coffee break now. It's such a routine thing. Quantity just
1: ain't easy. Well, not even just the the uh, source of material because not have donors. They're mentioning that a human source or from donor only lasts about a week or two and it needs to be used right away where um, those derived from pigs are. Uh, Showing the last up, up to almost like two years, or said, or a year. Right, and it wasn't pig's corneas. It
2: was collagen, the structural thing from skin in general. And, uh, but so they're taking kind of the base goo and, and synthesizing. forming a uh, cornea from it. And it makes an implant. It also, for they don't have to put as large an area, so they put it more into a central area. It also, again, if it's a central area, it's further from the edge where the blood supply is there, but the cornea is taken care of by the tears to a large degree, because bl- if blood goes through it, it ain't clear anymore, you got a problem. Yeah. But they even say, like, with the corneal transplant, I think it's something like two years on immunosuppressants, and with oh, this, it's
1: like two weeks. That's a big difference.
2: Immunosuppressants big difference.
1: harsh drugs.
2: Yeah, two weeks is a recovery period, two years is a lifestyle problem. That's one way to put it.
0: Once you realize you're worth it, nothing can stop you. Never give up on a dream just because of the time it will take to accomplish it. The time will pass anyway. Earl Nightingale. A bad attitude is like a flat tire. You can't go anywhere until you change it.
1: We got eyes, we have shoulders, we have knees. What do we have next? Everything. Mm, that's a good way of putting it,
2: everything. I want to make a universal transplant list possible. And with typo for everyone, you can do it. And I, that's not a typo.
1: It's two words, type Oh. So they used a uh, enzyme, I think, I believe, derived from a bacteria to, essentially, wipe off the blood biomarkers off of transplanted organs. Is, is that correct, Mark? That's what they're talking about. Where people, when you talk about blood
2: donors, they talk about A, B, A, B, and O. So those there's two blood markers, A and B. If you have A and someone transfusion gives you... With B, you're going to have a problem. You'll reject Mm. it. Uh, You have to have A. If you're B, you have to have B. If you're AB, that means you have both of them, so you'll tolerate. So you can Mm. be... Any blood from anyone can be given to you. If you're type O, you don't have either. So type O... Can give to everybody because there's nothing in it to reject. Also known as universal donor. But they can't take from anyone else except to no. know. Mm. So, but in any case, with organ donors, I guess the first thing rejected is the, when blood flows through an organ, kidney that's been transplanted, liver that's anything that's been transplanted in. As blood goes through the blood vessels, it's uh, the immune system is sensing the same things. The A, B. Now, I would think that or orga- there's much more involved that they have their own proteins oh, that I could eventually cause rejection. So, a- not being an expert on this, this is a you know what we read in this article. It's saying a, I think a big source of rejection is the blood type. But if it was as simple as blood type, then they wouldn't have to screen so much for, we need a, you there's, know, on the TV show that's always, we're waiting for the proper liver, the proper kidneys. It should be, there are just four things. What blood type are they? And that's that. Not this whole, you know, let's look through this whole thing. So I think there's more involved, but this is getting rid of the biggest source of There rejection. is a lot
1: of different biomarkers on the well, we, we have the an MD
2: on as a guest, uh, especially certain ones who specialize in this. You know, we can go more into that.
1: Well, I'm curious if this enzyme they're using to wipe out the biomarkers for the blood uh, on the organs uh, in some way could be used to almost wipe off other protein markers. Because essentially if you could just wipe it clean from all protein (sighs) markers, it should be essentially a universal organ, no? No.
2: I would think that, don't forget, in the blood markers, you're just getting rid of one thing specifically. Oh, there's a lot. When it comes to what's an antigen, almost anything the immune system looks at can finally become an antigen, which means you'd have to wipe off all the proteins in the liver that aren't identical to the recipient's proteins, which might mean
1: the liver would become just liquid goo by that point. Just mush no I, I agree there. Well, I guess you, go, you you know go this from the priority down. So if blood biomarkers are the top rejection uh, marker, you start working from there. I don't know what's afterwards, but maybe an AMD will tell us one day. <laughs>
0: your victories whatever they may be cherish them use them but don't settle for them mia ham the only one who can tell you you can't win is you and you don't have to listen jessica ennis i have stood on a mountain of no's for one yes barbara elaine smith Someone is sitting in the shade today because someone planted a tree a long time ago. Warren Buffett. You cannot plow a field by turning it over in your mind. To begin, begin. Gordon B. Hinckley.
2: How about livers for everybody? Mm.
1: Our next article of the week. Clinical trial Mm. will have patients growing multiple mini-livers internally. Why, instead of one big one, have multiple little ones? It's like going to White Castle. I don't want to go to Burger King and get one large Whopper or something. I want to go to White Castle and get a whole bunch of sliders. It's
2: also, it's the stage in between liver and chopped liver is mini-livers.
1: Ah. So... Explain this one to us, Mark.
2: Okay. Well, they take, uh, I believe they say uh, at least 50 million liver cells. Now, 50 million sounds like a lot. It's not a lot. It's not a lot. Your brain has a trillion neurons. If you uh, basically 50 million compared to a trillion is like 50 compared to a million. So the liver is bigger than the brain. So it has a lot of cells. So you need 50 million, but it's not like, oh my God, that's three livers. It's a sliver of a liver. <laughs> and they liver. say they inject it into uh, the lymph nodes. Lymph nodes, and it grows a little liver there. Now, since a liver is mainly a chemical factory, it's not like a heart that has to be in a central place to pump stuff to a specific location, or the brain that has to be tied into the spinal cord. The As long as the chemicals can get into your fluids and lymph nodes are a great place for that. It can send whatever it's doing everywhere. And also everything comes to it. So it can sense what is needed. So it turns out you got a tiny little functional liver and they basically go 50 million. So if you put 250 million in, you have a good chance of having in five different lymph nodes, many livers. And these can really help the liver in uh it's processed. So if somebody needs a liver transplant, if they have some liver function, you start putting these in. They don't, have, you know, they can start getting by with what they have left. It's subsidizing it. Also, whereas let's say one liver for transplant uh, can help one person, that same liver can help a lot of people because, as I said, fifty million cells is very little compared to the whole liver. And I believe they say it also keeps
1: much longer. Mm, So you're stretching the liver. Well, the the the, donor liver, the the liverness of the liver, it lives Mm. longer in the livery.
2: So, yeah, so you can get one donor help a lot of people because you need less liver for each, and what you have can last be kept longer. So it could really be helping with you know liver transplant. Now, as far as we were talking before we came up on livers when we were talking rejection, Uh, do they treat these or something, the cells before they use them Um, in the article? Because you're putting in the lymph nodes, you're getting right into like the immune system, so they must be dealing with that.
1: In the article, it doesn't say, It just says the process involves injecting healthy liver cells taken from donated organs into the recipient's lymph nodes. Okay,
2: so when we get the right MD on to talk about all this immune stuff, we'll go deep into that.
1: Thank you again for joining us today on this uh, episode of Kinetic Life Podcast. What we've seen today either tells us, I don't need to worry about things in the future. It also means I could technically have, uh, you know, increased my risk tolerance and just do crazy things.
2: Well, a good thing to know is when you weigh 480 pounds, that we can get you more cartilage in your knees.
1: (laughs) I'll need it. Thank you again for joining. I'm uh, your host, Mike Shalavoudis, with my good friend, Dr. Mark Hertzberg, and we are signing off. Signing off. We're sponsored by Kinetic Renew.
0: Kinetic Renew is the four-round shot of all natural ingredients that delivers some amazing benefits, like improved mental clarity, long and short-term focus, and improved memory and cognition. Plus, Kinetic Renew improves mood with the added benefits of anti-stress and anti-anxiety. Kinetic Renew provides antioxidants and neuroprotection. And all this with no caffeine, no artificial flavors, sweeteners, or colors, and it's only five calories. Kinetic Renew is what you drink to arrive focused and alert, and you won't get that caffeine or sugar crash. Visit kineticlife.com today. That's K I N E T I Q life.com and try it. Use promo code POD1 for a special 30% discount. That's P-O-D and the number one, pod one, for a limited time 30% discount. kineticlife.com, K-I-N-E-T-I-Q life.com. Do it now, give it a try, you're gonna love it. The 30% off is for a limited time, so log on now for the savings. Thank you for listening to the Kinetic Life Podcast. Catch a new show every other Thursday. You'll find us everywhere you can listen to a podcast. And remember, be safe, have fun, and go for your dreams. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered professional advice. All comments, jokes, views, and ideas expressed are those of the hosts or guests and do not represent any company or organizations with whom they may be affiliated. Always make sure to consult your own physician before starting any new diet, supplement, or exercise routine. Oh, and there's one more thing. If you're working on something that you really care about, You don't have to be pushed. The vision pulls you. Steve Jobs.